Trevor Jackson podcast. Cannot stay in environments where people don't know the true value of you. If you stay in environments where people don't recognize the value of you, you will shrink your gift to the size of what they can stand. And that's what causes anxiety and depression and stress because you have had to shrink into a form where people can tolerate you. I refuse to be small because you think small. I'm not shrinking my vision because you can't catch up. You either better roll with me or you gonna get rolled over. Most incredible, baby. Yeah, yeah. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. Good dude. I know you love me like cook food, even though a nigga gotta move like a crook move. We was together on the block since free lunch. We should have been together having four seasons brunch. We used to use umbrellas to face the bad weather. So now we travel first class to change the forecast. Never in bunches, just me and you. I loved your point of view, cause you held no punches. Still I left you for months on end. It's been months since I checked back in. We're somewhere in a small town, somewhere locking them all down. Wood grain, foreign change, armor all down I can understand why you want a divorce now Though I can't let you know it Pride won't let me show it Pretend to be heroic That's just one to grow it But deep inside a nigga so sick <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? Good morning, man It's a crazy thing that I'm recording This episode On 4.44 a.m. Today It's crazy Real talk, but man, come on, man, come on, man. Y'all know I ain't did a podcast in a month. Share this episode, man. Leave some comments in this episode, man. Talk to me in the comment section. We got a lot to celebrate, a lot to talk about. I know I haven't did a podcast since September. And I want to talk about Jay-Z. I want to celebrate Jay-Z. That interview, the book of Hove. I know a lot of people, they have a lot of conspiracies about Jay-Z, but I want to celebrate the man because I'm a hip-hop artist myself. And the main reason I did this podcast this morning is because I wanted the people who listen to the audio content or the podcast content that I create to know that I just released my second album this year. The first one I dropped in May was called Blessings. B-L-E-S-S-O-N-S. If you're a follower of the channel, I know you enjoyed that project. You enjoyed the commentary from the podcast. And this album, it was all a dream. I just wanted to talk about like, I never thought I would be in this place in my life. You know, everybody in the black community that's in hip hop has a similar story about being from the bottom and coming up. But I want to give y'all a different perspective about being from the bottom and coming up and enjoying your route and the people that's on your route, the decisions you made on your route and the places that you've been and the places that you're currently at on your route. 
But let me be quiet for a minute, man. We're going to keep creating the vibes with the music, man, before we get into the commentary. And we're going to get to it. Let's do it. Young life. Your skin is life. Yes. Intoxicate, man. You don't know why you do what you do. Yes. The law, bro, breaking the law. It's always too much for me to ever ignore. I got a thing for them big body fences. It goes my senses. In love with a V-dub engine. Man, I'm high off life. Fucking, I'm wasted. Baby, eight kicks, all the marble K wrists. My women friend get tennis bracelets. Trips to Venice, get they winners replaced with. The sun, it ain't even fun no more. I'm jaded. Man, it's just a game, I just play it to play. I put my feet in the footprints left to me. Without saying the word, the ghetto's got a mental telepathy. Man, my brother hustles so naturally. Up next is me, and what perplexes me? Should I know how this movie ends? Still I play, the star rolling, whole Vito's way. It's just life, I solemnly swear. Change my approach, stop shaving coat, stay away from hoes. Put down the toes, cause I be doing the most. Oh no! But every time I felt bad was that, they called me right back. They called me right back. Man, they called me right back. Oh no! Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you like. I know, I know, I know, I know what you like. Everything you love, baby, you love. Baby, you love. Baby, you love. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, baby, you like. She wants that old thing back. Uh, uh, uh. She wants those heroin tracks. She likes me. She fiends for me nightly. She leans for me. Morning, she rushed for my touch. This is about lust. Cold sweats occur when I'm not with her. My presence is a must, must, must. Bonita Apple Bomb. I gotta put you on. If I didn't, when we cut in, the feeling to be too strong. In any form, I'm giving you sweet dreams. That sugar hill, she call me her sweet thing. That black rain will take away your pain Just for one night, baby, take me in vain Now that feeling got you tripping You don't wanna feel no differentness And us has got you itching Nose wide open and it's dripping I know what you like I am your prescription I'm your physician I'm your addiction <laughs> Salute to the boy Hove, man Since we highlighting Hove, Jay-Z on this podcast and I'm going to play y'all a few records off of my album. I want to talk about the current state of music. Like a lot of people was telling me that, Trev, I don't even listen to hip-hop that much no more. But I'm going to listen to your album. I'm going to check it out. Most of the time I'm listening to soul or R&B or something uplifting because hip-hop is in a strange place. And to me, when I think about hip-hop being in a strange place, I think it's not that talented no more. It's all about looks. Are you desirable? Can we market you? It's not about the creativity. It's not about the artistry, the quality of the the content that's being created. It's about do you fit the agenda? Do you have a following on social media? 
and people are attracted to you so we can put money behind this and make it bigger. That's my that's my perception of the, the current state of hip-hop because to me it's like a failing culture right now. And I hate to say that because I love hip-hop. I'm an artist myself and I, I try to hold the integrity to a high level when I'm creating, man, because... A lot of people just making music for clicks and likes and views and talking about foolish stuff, man. Just being real with y'all. I don't think people respect the artistry no more. You know what I mean? The diminish, diminishing of the quality is just crazy right now. But what should we expect when we have these easy, accessible routes of creation? You know... <laughs> It's just a different place, man. It's just in a different place, in a different state. The culture is like, I want to talk about uh, the top 10 biggest first week sales of 2023 so far. Like, it's albums out that's selling. And I don't know who's hot no more or who is making good music. It's just like we're being programmed. If you're listening to the radio, you're being programmed. You don't even know what you like. You're being controlled to like what the masses and what the labels and people want you to like. You you ain't even controlling what's going in your own ears if you're listening to the radio. The hip-hop radio. I don't know about other genres. But I'm talking about sales, right? So the top 10 highest-selling hip-hop album this year, Doja Cat, Scarlet. First week album sales, 72,000. Number nine, Gunna, A Gift and a Curse, 85,000. Young Thug, Business is Business, 89,000. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to see something. <laughs> How is Gunna number nine? Oh, I see how. He had 85. Thug had 89. Number seven, Post Malone, Austin, 113. Was that really hip-hop? Is Post Malone and Doja Cat hip-hop by the definition of what hip-hop is? This is XXL, a hip-hop magazine, putting these people in here. So, NF Hope's first week album sales. I never heard of him, or I haven't heard a record off of his album, NF Hope. I don't even know who that is. Inform me and educate me if y'all know who that is. But he did 123,000 first week sales. Little Dirk Almost Healed, number five, 125,000 first week sales. Rod Waves, Nostalgia, first week sales, 137,000. Lil Uzi Vert, number three, 167,000. Drake, For All the Dogs, 402,000. And number one, Travis Scott's Utopia, 496,000. So, to be honest with y'all, it's only two albums, three, that I would even consider hip-hop like traditional hip-hop not none of them is traditional hip-hop but three albums that would i would gravitate to little dirt travis scott and young thug drake album a lot of people had a lot of things to say joe Budden was talking about him on the podcast him and drake had a back and forth that i'm kind of glad that i wasn't around to have commentary on it's a lot of things that i wasn't around for that uh, I'm glad I didn't have commentary on because 
the Jada Pinkett situation. I'm glad I didn't. I wasn't around to talk about that. The Keefe D situation. I'm glad I wasn't around to talk about that. It's multiple things that I'm glad I wasn't around to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about what I wasn't around to talk about on this episode. So those are the top 10 hip hop albums. First sales, first week album sales of this year of 2023. And to be honest with y'all, man, that should show y'all the state of hip hop. That should show y'all the state that it's in because people that's making traditional hip hop and high quality hip hop are not even being highlighted because there's not budgets behind it. It's not being mass produced to the point to where they're programming you to listen to what is what we call real hip hop. And it's sad to be honest with y'all. But with that be, being said, before I get into the whole conversation or whatever, I'm going to play the first record off of my album. It was all a dream. And I came with this record first. This is the first track. I usually come with energy to let y'all know what uh, what what mode I'm in, what bag I'm in. This For this album, my, man, I didn't get a haircut. I didn't cut my face. I was just in my bag creatively. You know, most of the time when artists get in their bag, they just lose the train of thought of the day-to-day lifestyle, and they just dive deep into their creativity. So the title of this track is Wouldn't Change Nothing. My life has been a roller coaster. It's been ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And to get to where I'm at today, it was a lot of challenges and a lot of things that had to happen mentally. A lot of things that I needed to change as a person to get to where I'm at. And this the record. Let me be quiet. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. I had to get me something. I came up from nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. To do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. I had to get me something. I came up from nothing. I had to change my mental, upgrade my credentials. How a nigga came up, it wasn't accidental. Now monumental, more like legendary. A player never worry, bump and pop, hell trapped off a blackberry ain't contrary to your belief i made it at them streets don't acknowledge beef kept the play discreet we too unique on the winning streak spent a couple racks at the boutique i wouldn't change nothing i'm always me never took a plea nigga you a flea i'm your og's og he called me for inspiration need a consultation just make the payment for the conversation if it's elevation or innovation my expectation ain't limitation you need a demonstration my track record and reputation should be admiration that's confirmation i'm decoration for the trenches off the benches jump the fences no penny pension we off the hinges hit the shot my team winning the series clinch that you niggas finished never timid i've been a menace no old dog and every day is printed haters living because my life changed should be happy but you a real lame hey if y'all see man i titled the podcast people places and decisions the reason I titled it that because do the people that's in your presence celebrate you? Your accomplishments, 
your creativity, your presence. <laughs> it's major effects on your life, allowing people to be in your presence. Be careful being around the doubters, man. The folks that say they can't. Just be aware of what individuals are saying around you. Be aware of the people that you allow to have your time, to have your input. Because, like, you don't need people around you that's low-frequency individuals, low-vibration individuals. You need people that's on a high People that's on your team that want to see you win, even if they don't like what you're doing. You need those type of people in your presence. Real spill. You do. And when it comes to places, man, places like it's powerful because location matters to me anyway. And location should matter to you because your success will be based on your location in the field that you want to be successful in. Your location is powerful, big dog. Real talk. Where you chose to live than by anything you will ever do inside that home. Short of abuse, neglect, or malnutrition, the rest of it is just trivial variation. It's where you live. Why? Because out-of-home influences are more powerful in shaping the life course of your child than in-home influences are. And those out-of-home influences are peer groups, other adults, neighborhoods, resources, schools, and the larger community that you made available to this child. That is how you shape your child's life course. The second biggest influence is also out of your hands, and that's genetics. And you don't get to determine that. Now, do not mistake what I'm saying. The knowledge your child possesses, what they know, is clearly a function of exposure in the environment. But their traits, their abilities, their makeup, their personality is not. environment the people who raised you where you're located at man i think about that because i come from a small city knoxville tennessee for the people who know me y'all already know where i'm from and like to me knoxville is a beautiful place it's a place for retirement it's a place if you want to go get an education and go to college it's a place that uh Once you get of a certain age and a certain mentality, it's time to go. Like if you want to be an actor, you shouldn't be in Knoxville, Tennessee, man. You should be in Los Angeles, Hollywood. You should be in Atlanta trying to get a part at, uh, what's his name? Uh, my boy Medea, his studios, Tyler Perry Studios. You should be somewhere where acting is at. If you want to be a hazmat truck driver, this is just my opinion about places. You should be in Texas. That's where you're going to make the most out of what you want to be at. If you want to be involved in the financial industry, why not move to New York where it's the number one financial market? If you want to be in hip-hop, hip-hop is a different thing, though. But if you want to be in hip-hop, you should be in Atlanta or you should be in New York City, the makers of hip-hop right now.
That's just my opinion. Location matters, man. The place that you're at matters. Real talk. And decisions. I'm just going to talk about decisions for a minute. You know, in the moment, the decision may seem like it doesn't matter as much. Like, if you're investing in something, you're not going to see the rewards from that investment early. You're going to see the rewards from that investment later on down the line in life. Decision-making, man, like, you may want a woman at the moment, but you shouldn't have to change who you are for that woman because you are you at the end of the day. You make an agreement to marry somebody or to make a commitment with someone who you're not equally yoked with. That's a bad decision. And I don't want to just speak about bad decisions. I want to speak about how when you make a good decision and you celebrate it, like investments or love or just it's a multitude of things, man. You could buy a car or something that is more valuable in the long run than it was when you first purchased it, like jewelry, like getting a loan. Like like sometimes like I think like don't get a loan on something that you want. Get a loan on something that's going to be more valuable down the line. Decision-making, man. For real, decision-making is powerful. So that's why I named this podcast that people, places, and decisions because those are important things, man. And The reason I take breaks from podcasting and the reason I have been taking a break from the pod is this might be the last episode for a while because I'm in a state of mind to where I need to elevate my mental um, I need to heal and focus on myself and, and 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 do what's in my best interest, not do what's in the best interest of content. Like, to be honest with y'all, man, I haven't even been looking at the content that I usually talk about because it's really not of my interest. It doesn't evolve me. A lot of people are engulfed in things that doesn't have no value because they're getting views and likes from it. They want to talk about things that's trending and all of that. But I really ain't even looking at things that's trending. I'm Right now, I'm looking at the History Channel, the BBC Channel, the PBS Network. Y'all don't want to hear me talk about those educational things. Y'all want to hear the dumb shit most of the time. Most of the time when people listen to podcasts, they want to hear dumb shit. They don't want to. They want to be entertained. They don't want to be educated. And that ain't who I am because I move with integrity, man. Real talk. Let's get into track two, though, from the album. Wipe the tears. Let's go. Time is precious. The grind relentless. The paper stupendous. I'm in it to win it. Gotta wipe the tears. Remove the fears. Your win is near. The king is here. The jets are leer. The crowd a cheer. Make this a career. I'm feeling victorious. This life is glorious. Did it big, notorious. This chick a sorceress. The head immaculate. I'm stacking it, make sure that it's accurate They try to devalue it, but the plan, I'm mapping it Just happened to master it, the feeling is fabulous The game is scandalous, you niggas is analysts They tried to shackle us, no one could cancel us Lames I never trust, they put me in cuffs Big paper is a must, I lost for a hundred M's Real talk, I know I'm here, now I'm back up again
let me get to this Jay-Z topic. <clears throat> so he did an interview with Gail King as of recently. And he was at the museum, the library, where they're displaying all of his accomplishments and achievements. The Book of Hove. That's what they call it. And I'm looking at all of his accomplishments like, man. He talks about his daughter in this interview. He talks about tours. He talks about growing up in the projects at, in Marcy Project. And um, his artistry, he talks about how he started not writing his lyrics because he's famous for that. He's famous for not writing his lyrics. And he was talking about how he used to write down on paper and put it in his pocket. And when he had an idea and he couldn't keep doing that, he had to memorize it. So when I think about Jay-Z and I think about artists and where we're at during this time, I think about like education. Nobody is giving us game no more. And these raps, it's all about the ops. It's all about the twerking, the sex. I'm better than you. It's all about what radio going to play or what's going to do numbers right quick on TikTok or social media or YouTube, which really doesn't have no value. That's why, like, earlier this year they was talking about older artists being able to sell out venues and newer artists not getting the ticket sales. It's because it's a quick fix scheme, man. It's a scheme. It's a scam. We're going to talk about scams, too, on here. With the DJ Envy and uh, Caesar Pena situation, we're going to talk about that. And I'm glad I wasn't around, too. Really, when it first started, I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it now. But let's get back to Hope. So him talking about knowledge in his raps is different because everybody wants to be entertained again. They don't want to hear the message or take the message and apply it to their life to be able to grow. Real talk. They just don't. Let me play this audio though, man. I'm a little rusty, so excuse me, but let me play this audio. You'll keep rapping as long as you have truth to give. And, and the question is, what is your truth? It's uh, constantly learning and evolving and being okay with that. Sometimes it's hard to learn in front of people, mm. right? Because the, the mistakes you made, you can't, you're making mistakes in front of the whole world. Mm -hmm. And to be that vulnerable in front of the entire world, it's not an easy thing. Are you scared Even to be vulnerable, people, Jay? Are you scared? I made 444. Like, I'm not, I'm <laughs> yeah, not afraid yeah, to true. be vulnerable. <laughs> Man, like... I'm going to keep rapping as long as I have truth to give. That speaks volumes. Volumes. It's certain people that won't even consider even saying that because what they're saying is not truth. I can't listen to hip hop where people are not talking about experiences. People are just frivolously talking about whatever is going to get the attention so they can obtain finances. Everybody just wants the finances. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about experiences. Everybody isn't meant to be a rapper, dog. 
For real, man. Just because you can put some words together don't mean that you're meant to be a rapper. You got to live life and have experiences and have something of value to give to the people to be able to just get on the microphone. It's the same thing with podcasting also. People just jump on these microphones to talk about what's trending to get views and likes. They don't have nothing of substance to talk about. And I appreciate Jay for that. And looking at um, the Book of Hove, the library, the museum, that is massive, man. Like, to me, my favorite artist is Nostradamus, Nas, lyrically, and the things that he says in his uh, lyrics and raps is profound and educational and, and, and of value. But, looking at Jay-Z and those accomplishments and how powerful certain words he has said. Like, Gail King, she talked about when Hove said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business pause man. That pause and that business man was more powerful when you know about writing and, and uh, pronunciation. It was powerful, what he said to me. Let's get into track three from the album. It was all a dream, though. I can love you, man. This is a Murray J sample. I decided to do this record because it feels good. I can love you. Love feels good. Being in love, being happy feels good. And love and happiness is a choice. You have to choose it because some people are walking around here miserable, man, for no reason. Some people may not gravitate to this record and think that it's a commercial record, but it's really not. It's really my true feelings and my experiences with love. You should get one of those She chose Because she seen the wrist was froze We did it though Now shouted, look at us Was hooking up And now it's just cooking up They looking up Because we the inspiration The epitome of elevation Celebrating Love with no hesitation Took you to crustaceans For yellowtail sashimi Who love you better? Who put you on game? You told me this forever Them other niggas lame I been untamed Remain the same, did the roly plain Jane, did the cool glass house. If you knew what we buy, you would know why we are. Came up from the south to the hills out west. Didn't acknowledge the flavor when they know that I'm the best. Made it with less, see, shot of respect in the fresh. That's what she said, that's what she said, yeah. That's what she said, that's what she said, yeah. That's what she said, that's what she said. Better than she can. What she said, and once she went ahead, then she opened up the list. You really don't need bread, you really don't need game. If you really keep it real, she'll be down for anything. Did the pearl white coupe, color of cocaine. 
sipped a little vintage to ease all of the pain. I stay in my lane. I stay on go. Rent the villa for the weekend in Montego. <laughs> Let me get into this conversation about the 500K or the dinner that Hove talked about. And the reason this was his response was interesting to me is because of the forms of information and the way people give you information. And if you don't know, I'm an Aquarius. We're living in the Aquarius age, the age of information. So information is readily and easily accessible to everybody. But everybody receives it different. Everybody is going to get it different. And how you obtain it can be in multiple ways. It can be through a YouTube video. It can be through music. It can be through a book. It can be through watching something. It can be through hearing something. It can be through smelling something, touching something. Information is all around us. There's no lack of it. That's powerful. That's all I'm going to say. That's powerful. That is powerful. But let me continue on with, with the conversation. Interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take, take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm going to say? Yeah, I mean, everything now I'm going to say. No, no, only because people say, of course you take, you take lunch with Jay-Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would, would be so uh, beneficial to you that it would yeah. only be a matter of, you but, would take the money? Yeah, because you, you, got, the, you got all that in the music for, for ten ninety nine. That's a, that's a bad deal. I, would, I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like, I don't take know. the 500000 go buy some albums and listen to the albums. <laughs> it's all there. If you, okay. you, if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words, for what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was going to happen, happened. Everything <laughs> He had to say that like that because he had to remain humble. It's a lot of information in the music. And that's kind of like a, a hustler mentality because he's he's saying that. He said, go buy the album. Go take the 500000 and then go buy the album. Boy, that boy is a massive hustler because he's making money still. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't telling you that he going to give you the information for free or just take the money and go purchase my album. Keep my money coming in. Boy, he's smooth. He real smooth. But me, let me think about what I would take. At this point in my life, and what certain people should take and what some people shouldn't take. To me, I feel like uh, you should take the money. Take the $500,000. But have a plan for it. If you're in a financially struggling situation, but if you up liquid in your bank account, $250,000, $500,000 ain't going to make that much of a dif difference. It's all just money and knowledge. Take the dinner. Those 45 minutes could change your life. He ain't just going to eat and, uh, brush you off, he's going to be like, why you didn't take the money? He's going to want to know why. And the knowledge you can obtain and um, 
that amount of time could be massive. You just got to know what you want to talk about and what doors you need open and what you need to convey to hold. So if you up, take the dinner. If you're not up, take the money. Real talk, man. About to play another one of my records, though. I know y'all can hear, like, wouldn't change nothing. That was just an introspective record. Wipe the tears. That was a motivational record telling you to wipe the tears, man. Quit crying and whining and and, and, and bullshitting and keep moving forward, dog. I Can Love You was a love record. This record, and it was a Murray J. Blige record. She from Yonkers, New York. This next record was influenced by a New York artist, 50 Cent. It's my favorite record. I remade it from 50 Cent, Window Shopper. And uh, people be like, Trev, you from the South. Why are you so influenced by New York and New York culture and music? I'm a person that believes that the earth is my turf. Like, it's nothing, I'm not from nowhere. I'm from Earth. I can go anywhere and survive, anywhere and maintain, anywhere and elevate. I don't look at it as a, a regional thing. I know hip-hop is a regional thing. They from St. Louis. They from this block. They from this hood. They from that, this and that, and this and that. He from the east side. He from the west side. That's a limitation, dog. Real talk. Quit limiting yourself, man. For real. Uh, shout out to 50 Them boys still shopping, man They ain't purchasing, though They looking through the window, nigga yeah. <laughs> Stop all the cap, dog. Let's go yeah. Yeah. Bonita Apple Bomb You gotta turn me on I'm sipping something sweet Cabernet Servion Living like a dawn, they call me Teflon. I be riding through the D as if I'm Big Sean. Key did the prawns, I just want the Brussels sprouts. Spent the 10 in Nordstrom, I ain't wanna see her pop. Don't live with regrets, never have doubts. You know what I'm about, just a player trying to sprout. Did well without, made my own route. Now I get large amounts, didn't have to chase clout. Didn't need no one to vouch, they feel it's her ouch. The play was a hundred, took 10 minutes to count. Took 10 minutes to spend, went and copped the bins. I'm a minimalist, so I don't have that many friends. Just me and Jack Boy, we used to ride Huffies. Now we do the forms, you niggas still me. Nigga, you a window shopper, mad at me. I think I know why. Nigga, you a window shopper, in the jewelry store looking at shit you can't buy. Nigga, you a window shopper, in the dealership trying to get a test drive. Nigga, you a window shopper Mad as fuck when you see me riding by You go to the dealership and look through the window To the Louis store and look through the window Your chick want the Gucci boots, you bought her the Timbos You roll them skinny blunts, .5 in the real low We real ballers, nigga money ain't a problem I work all night, but in the daytime I'm vibing From grinding 
than to rhyme and to shine it like the sun do. Never perpetrate. I'm kicking shit like kung fu type of nigga that your chick try to cling to. Pay dues, y'all niggas couldn't adjust to. Insult who? Everything's still brand new and I'm a brand too. Among few real ones, the rest I don't feel them or fear them. They say I'm up next, but I'm up already. You can't cross me, cause I'm way too petty. Now I ride luxury, made it out luckily. They can't fuck with me. Thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast, man. When I come back with the visuals and stuff, stuff will be elevated to a point to where <laughs> y'all will highly appreciate why I took the break. Now, I want to switch the topics and talk about um, what I wasn't around for. The Keefe D being arrested situation for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Me, I was a fan of Tupac Shakur. I enjoyed his music, the Me Against the World album, the records that was produced by Shock G, the movies that he was in, the educational things that he gave to the game. But I want to talk about this Keefe D situation for a moment because on this channel and on my podcast, I talk so much about snitching and uh, telling on yourself and how the culture has shifted when it comes to snitching and how people don't respect nothing but hot lead. If you're in the game in any illegal aspects and you're not ready to die, kill, and destroy, you need to remove yourself. Because at the end of the day, those people are in a demonic state that's living that lifestyle. And I remember when I lived the hustler's lifestyle and I think about that previous lifestyle that I was in and that was a demonic state. That's that's what it was. It was a demon time. For Keefe D to write books, be on documentaries, telling his side of the story, telling on himself for attention is a sickness. It's a sickness. Social media has all of us sick. I know y'all can agree with me. Most of the people that listen to my podcast are smart individuals. Homeowners. Business owners. Managers. Supervisors. People that's doing well with themselves. For you to put yourself in that Position. Look at A.R. Alp. He got all those years in Philadelphia for going on Vlad, doing the same thing that Keefe D did. It's a sickness. That's part of the reason why I slowed down creating content because I started to feel sick. Being indulged in what's going on in sports. It's a sickness when you're a fan. It's a sickness. You may not look at it like that, but you're a fanatic. They abbreviated the word fanatic as a fan to make it seem as if it's something good. But being a fanatic for something is not healthy for you because you value it too much. You're emotional about it. You shouldn't never be emotional about anything. Real talk. That's just my perspective. 
on that. Snitching on yourself. How do y'all feel about that? Let me play the next record, though, man. Affluent. We're going to get back into that conversation. Niggas didn't want me to blow It was all a dream for sure Now I'm up and not looking back Did the racks, now it's deposits Life is good when you have options Niggas cap, never been popping The diamonds ain't real, player just stop it All we do is the VV Shine so bright the lanes can't see me Been notorious, no biggie Did the Louis, now I'm at Poochie Yo chick a groupie, act on Ruly Niggas goofy, always moody I'm a dog, call me Scooby To this gang, you niggas Newbies at Benny's, I just want sushi Left the streets when shit got spooky Kept it real, that was my duty My team keep Drake's, I told the Uzi Director of my own movie Make sure the business runs smoothly Yours truly been evolved Beef I had won't be resolved She was like, if somebody can make you mad They can control Mom said this phrase to me very young. She was like, if somebody can make you mad, they can control you. And it's like, they can throw you off. That always stuck with me. And then in that, I just took as much game as I could. And I'm still in. And one of my partners, shout out to the homie Cream, it has an MBA in business, sports management. He come from the same neighborhood I come from. And he gave me this book. It was called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And all the stuff that I have been learning throughout my whole life, you know, figuring out how to deal with my life, you know, Wusan, taking deep breaths, not letting people take me out of my character and whatnot, that book kind of summed it up. And I was like, damn, this is a dope book. And they had an interesting statistic. They said, like, majority of millionaires don't have the highest IQ, which is the intelligent quotient. They have the highest EQ, emotional quotient. Mm. So it's like, you know, as we navigate this life, you feel me? Being intelligent is important. But, you know, having a grip on your emotions is a lot more important. Like, Way more important. Mm. I had to play that because we was talking about the Keefe D situation and people going on platforms telling on themselves and they're not emotionally intelligent. You let your emotions get the best of you and you start to act out of character. How many times you act out of character, man? Like a woman, most of the time in relationships, men that's not smart, they start to yell and talk crazy to their woman because they're emotionally out of character. They're not emotionally intelligent enough to have a conversation with her without arguing. They got to get loud, physical, because they can't comprehend what's being said. Like, I think about the streets and life. People, we can't talk it out because we're not emotionally intelligent enough to talk it out. We got to shoot each other, fight each other, embarrass each other so I can feel good about myself. And that's how I feel about the Keefe D and the Tupac situation, man. Real talk. Let me get into another topic that I wasn't around for that's kind of interesting to me. Scamming. <laughs> Scamming. DJ Envy and Caesar Pena. Not just to put it on them, but why do everyone want a quick dollar? No matter the consequence. They making real estate look bad. They making it look real bad. 
people are struggling. I don't know if it comes from the slave mentality or whatever, but we don't want to do or to go the long route to financial stability. Back to people, places, and things. You're going to act the way that you've seen the people that you value act. You're going to be in places, the hood. Let's, let's think about the hood. If you don't evolve mentally or you don't try to evolve educationally, you're going to act like where you're at. Like it, 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 Sometimes it takes time for you to remove yourself, dog from those places and environments. It's, it's just time to move, remove yourself. They making the black culture look bad in the real estate market, in the real estate world. Who can I trust? We just coming off of a market when Trump was in office that was the most boomingest market of all times for real estate. If you didn't get no money around this time, I'm sorry for you. It was plenty of it. A lot of people got a lot of money. And a lot of people did a lot of scams. Right now, Dr. Boyce Watkins is accused of being in scams. Umar Johnson, where the school at, dog? You done took all that money from them people. Jay Morrison, you got out of prison, started preaching that you're trying to help your people out. Now you're being accused of a scam. It's more scams too, man. People scam a religion, but I won't mention no names though. But DJ Envy and Caesar Pena, it's, it's, it's said that they got $80 million plus dollars out of people investing in properties and investing in their movement that uh, they're not getting no reward back from it. So if I get you give me a hundred thousand dollars, I tell you six months later I'm gonna give you a hundred and forty back. Man, why did you why you even believe in these people? To be honest with you. They done sold you a scam. It's just crazy. Scamming in our culture, scamming in the community. When I go online, people be like, give me five hundred dollars, I'll turn your five hundred dollars to seventy five hundred on cash out. I don't believe you. Just give me the seventy five hundred dollars if that's the case, then I give you five hundred dollars later. I don't believe you, dog. It's multiple ways of scamming, but what is the reason why we're scamming? That's what I'm interested in. Why are we scamming each other and trying to hinder each other instead of uplifting each other? I don't understand it. But millions are involved, and I understand that. I understand that people are willing to do anything for that money, and they're willing to trick you out your position for that money. And if you allow them... More power to them. Next record, track six, Haran Flow. You got to understand, it's a culture. It's a, it's the way we live. It's, it's what we eat, think, and breathe. What can we do? 
This that 1970s Huron flow. This that granddaddy perp in a cigarello. Did the tuxedo when I'm handling biz. You can't name another nigga that is real like this. Lift up my young boys, I wanna see y'all win. Put a grin on my face, he made his first 10. So repeat that process and do it again. His grind so intense, my hand I extend. On the way up, in this life of sin. Never thought his funeral something out of 10. But ain't no love, no love in the streets. They shot up the caprice, made sure he was deceased. In the belly of the beast, no one honest, no one modest. It's all about profit. The law we dodging, the lanes they flodging, I'm not just rhyming <laughs> I had to get up, get out and go and get me some Change who I was becoming, the block was bumping Paper in abundance, never no fronting I'm just doing me, not trying to get lumped in No conspiracy, move coherently Dodge authority for the currency But currently, I'm all about prosperity Apparently, the irony These niggas think they flies me, but never that cool black I had to bring it back to the trap, all fact, no Cap. No love in the streets, but you knew that Stay strapped with that mini Mac Everywhere I'm at, everywhere I go, I keep racks Never lack, it's no facts, I don't act, I'm the truth Direct aim like Steph Curry when I shoot To make it at the game, my nigga, I'm living proof Detroit Jackson Podcast That song is titled Heroin Flow, but In all reality, I just used a drug that's powerful to talk about how dope my flow was and to talk about experiences that I have had when I was engulfed in the dope game over 15 years ago. When I was in the streets, I just wanted to uplift individuals and see them win. That's why I was successful. And it was multiple times where I've seen the people that I wanted to see win die and lose their life. I can name countless individuals and I can't name certain individuals because so many people that I've met in those streets have passed away. The key word was I can't even remember them all. And that's sad, man. But dope flow. That was that track, man. I hope y'all enjoying this record, man, because it's all coming from an artistic view and it's all coming from experiences, life experiences. I can rap to the point to where I can entertain y'all if y'all want chants and uh, bassy beats and southern dialect and, and hip-hop ignorance. But I can't do that, though, man, because I'm at a state where I'm 43 years old and I want to educate, dog. If I can't educate, then don't, 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 don't listen to me if you don't want to hear, hear that, though. I got two more topics, though. Three more songs, and I'm gone. I hope y'all appreciate this, man, because I'm giving y'all me, all of me, my experiences, my content, and my perspective on some of the topics that's in the culture going on today. So Kodak Black went on Drink Champs as of recently. He didn't look too healthy. A lot of people is talking about it. The uh, guy Bunk Gang talking about it. Meek Mill talking about it. 21 Savage talking about how Kodak Black looked on Drink Champs. A lot of some of the things that he said on Drink Champs that they didn't appreciate and that may have sound crazy. To me, to me, Kodak Black has the last authentic hip-hop record released 
that didn't need backing from a major with Super Gremlin. It just hit the streets and it caught fire. He was pardoned by Trump. He has a lot going on, dog. That's like very intriguing. And and, and I'm glad that Nori got this interview because who better to do it than Nori when he up there drunk and, and talking or whatever. Hold up, hold up. I got my music playing. I don't even supposed to play that song for y'all yet. Hold up. Let me get the uh, conversation with Kodak up. Do we have to say future Twenty one savage. Twenty one savage. Made a face. Ice fights or lies. Twenty one used to be straight. I said we were vibing on the SG twice type shit. I'm saying like you supposed to be sniper game, slaughter game, slaughter game, slaughter game, whatever the fuck or whatever. I'm saying but I ain't gonna lie. I remember a point in time like legit old fucked up about me like on some shit like. Let's shoot the last of my nine reading shit like that, like where I stay on, like all that good shit, all that other shit. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't know, like, I'm saying, Drake, Drake just got a certain, like, a little effect that he do to motherfuckers and shit. Cause, like, after the album they did together and shit like that, it was just like, all of a sudden, motherfuckers just felt like, I'm saying, they ain't, I don't know, that pussy ass shit, like, I don't know, shit, like, you made this shit. Like, now, what's crazy about this, though, is that. What's crazy about it is that I remember at one point in time, Drake and Kodak was talking about doing that album together. I remember that. I wonder if y'all remember that. This sounds kind of like he's hating on 21 because him and Drake did an album together. So which one? 21 or... So the question they asked him on our was who do you respect more, twenty one savage or future? It's easy to it's easy, man, because both of them did albums with Drake. Too also, but it's easy to say future, man. Future is to me more relevant than Drake when it comes to hip hop culture in the streets. And future is the biggest dog. Y'all remember when I was in DC earlier this year at the Future concert? DC is a different vibe, too. I love DC. I love y'all in DC, man. DC a different vibe. But when I was at the Future concert, one thing I realized that Future was the biggest in the game. Pause. Hands down. The biggest. But it sounded like Kodak Black was hating on uh, 21 Savage because of him doing an album with Drake. That's what it sounds like to me. Because he felt probably as if he was supposed to do an album with Drake. But it's some other things that Kodak mentioned in this interview with Nori and DJ Effin. He talked about why he did the verse with Takashi 6ix9ine. That's the M, my man. One song. One song, bro. For a 16. And like, it's like, is he, what the fuck? Oh, man, I understand the value of a dollar. Right. Yeah. The fuck? $100 still $100. A band still a band, homie. Yeah. All right. I mean, fucking all the road to do a song with a nigga who, like, I don't even know the niggas he told on. Wait, you know and I ain't even fuck. from over there. And this is some shit. Like, nigga, that's y'all rap. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that is 
third situation. I remember growing up, man, I'm going to tell y'all a little story before I continue on with this conversation. Because he said something that caught my attention about the value of a dollar. Uh, I worked from 9 to like 15 years old with my uncle at a barbecue pit. And I was getting paid $4 and a quarter an hour. My hustle is still immaculate from that. Think about that. I've been working since I was 9 years old. A lot of people, they ain't worked till they was out of college, man, because their parents took care of them, 24. I've been working and grinding since I was nine, working, hustling, whatever I had to do to get some money to take care of me and mine. So I don't care about y'all perspective of me. Let's just put that on the table first and foremost. Salute to Kodak. What value is y'all perspective of me? Fuck y'all, man. First time I cussed on this episode. Forget y'all, man. Y'all perspective don't mean nothing. I'm going to go get that M for 16 bars. Who else have got a M for 16 bars? 90% of the time, you think about when 50 Cent got his record deal, he got an M for a record deal for albums. He got an M for 16 bars. So what? Street politics. The biggest gangsters ain't loyal nowadays. Niggas is still stuck on loyalty in the streets. It's stupid. Ain't no loyalty amongst thieves. (laughs) That's the first chapter in my book that I'm writing right now. No loyalty amongst thieves. Zero loyalty. So go on and get that M, dog. I salute you, Kodak Black. Real talk. But 21 Savage responded to something that he said, and I, I really don't, I don't even understand what 21 was talking about, to be honest with you, because a lot of these people, they can't convey their message clear, to be honest with you, to me. Niggas say I switched up. Because I did a goddamn album. After I did an album with Drake, I switched up. First of all, switch. What 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 poster switched? Like what poster changed? Like I ain't grow up with you, nigga. I don't know you like that. Like you rap, I rap. I always supported you and shit, cause I fucked with your movement. Like I fucked with you, with what you had on, what you had going on. Like you talking about switched up. You get in your feelings, cause I'm on Clubhouse, and they ask me, I can't even believe I'm doing this weak ass shit. <laughs> that nigga said he can't believe he's doing it or whatever, but I understand though. Like Kodak just upset right now. Kodak should have been silent about that situation because you never know what could have happened with Drake Twenty One or anybody. Like Kodak and Twenty One, if they would have did an album together, it might have been fire. It might have been real fire. Real talk. I'm going to get into another one of my tracks, man. A little rusty on this mic, though, but I hope y'all can appreciate the content. Because I'm giving y'all the best of me at all times. Real spill.
history, upgrading the knowledge. The real ones, man, they should pay homage. Honest how I came when I rapped about it. Your big homie, all he did was cap when he rapped about it. Got the young players looking up to losers. Never touched a million or upgraded his vision. It's scented. You can smell that dirty money from the kitchen. It's going towards my ambition, abundantly winning. Never forgetting how y'all played me. Just because you lazy, that hate won't phase me. Get a blueprint. Like I'm Jay-Z, I told you two plus two, you thought it equal three. I could sell water to the sea, fire and hell. I would never fail, uncontrollable clientele. Prevail from the slums, I had to get me some. Stacked up the Hondas and spent all the one. All you do is cry, man. Yeah. Check the chain and the pendant. I used to do the Jesus. Now I think it's blasphemous to rock his facial features. To the unbelievers, I'm one of the dreamers who believe in the procedure. Going long like a receiver, colder than the freezer. Rock the Louboutin sneakers. Red bottoms, red dotem. No problems, I solved them. We poppin'. CBR ain't stopping, do no swapping, no knocking in that coop, the only time they spot them. Other than that, you have no other option. I'm locked in, trying to make a hundred. Anything less really ain't no money. Every day sunny, I'm trying to window and stay low. Keep the grass mold so the snake show. Your career plateau while mine overflow. Glad I wasn't around, man, to cover the Jada Pinkett fiasco. The things she had made available to the public to promote her book, to me, is crazy. The Tupac story. All the stuff about Will and her marriage and her children is wild. I had a conversation with a homie about Will Smith and him condoning some of the things that she said. Like, would you tolerate that as a man? I wouldn't. So what's being hidden at the end of the day? Why he's not speaking up about it. I was telling my homeboy, like, I was like, is Will just lame as hell, man? Like, is he just a lame ass nigga? Because I wouldn't tolerate that. And he was like, man, he might be trying to keep the family together. Did you think about that perspective? I said I didn't. Because I'm just recently married. Like, some people have been married for decades, long time. And they're willing to do anything to keep the family together, tolerate anything to stay with the woman. But to me, her talking about another nigga is her soulmate and all of this whole type of stuff will have made me remove myself, dog. You might love him, but goodness gracious, you committed to me. You got to respect me. Real talk. You have to respect me. And if you can't respect me, I will I will lose all my money. Leave me with an apartment <laughs> and a, a hustle, and I'll get back. For real. You can have it all. I don't care. 
Doc just kissed me. And he kisses me, and it's the most disgusting kiss between <laughs> us both. I mean, he pulled back just like, and I pulled back, and I was like, see, dummy? You know, and from there, it was just like, and then there was one more time he kissed me, and it was just like, it was just and, like, dude, doesn't work. Tupac been gone for 28 years. I don't know if it was in her contract to sell her book to talk about Tupac the way she is talking about him. He's been gone for 28 years. And you still talking about this man? You calling him your soulmate when you married to another nigga? Is wild to me. To me. I don't know about y'all, but it's wild to me. A lot of people might not know, but he proposed to you while he was in jail. I talk about this in the book when I go to see him in Rikers, when I wrote about that in the book and when I had to um, talk about it, uh, speak my words for the audible version of the book. That was probably one of the more painful parts, seeing him there, the condition that he was in and having to leave him there. <clears throat> and... Um, he was in, he was, he was in, a, he was, he was, he was in bad shape. And so when he asked me to get married, he was at Rikers. And I knew at that time that, A, he needed somebody to do time with him, mm. which I was going to do anyway. He didn't have to marry me to do time. <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm here. You know, it's crazy, like. <clears throat> The youth and the people that don't know Jada Pinkett from the Jason Lyric days and the different world days, they may not know how bad Jada Pinkett was. They're looking at her now with uh, the cheeks being altered and uplifted, and they're looking at her like she ain't all that. She ain't bad, man. Jada Pinkett, just an average chick. Why is Will tripping over her like that? She was a baddie. Her, Holly Berry, and Nia Long was the baddest black woman in black culture. Real talk. But to me, all of this stuff to sell this book or try to sell this book is crazy. And the book not selling is crazy. Now, the platform that I'm going to talk about is Amazon Books and her placement on Amazon Books. I'm just going to read the article because that's where I'm releasing my book at. For her to undisclose all of these topics that she's talking about and for her book to do this is crazy so on amazon books the world's most popular book selling site according to statista worthy sits at number 81 on its bestseller list number 81 on its bestseller list and at the time of writing, had gained only 114 ratings and 64 reviews. It failed to make the top 100 on the Kindle e-readers chart, where it had only sold 2,700 copies by the end of last week. Wow. That's all I got to say. 2,700 copies and you telling all of this stuff. You telling these stories. You talking about your marriage with Will. 
how you y'all had been separated for six or seven years and y'all just started to mend the marriage after the slap of Chris Rock and all of that is just wild to me. It's wild. Hope y'all enjoyed yourself though. Really do. I'll be back 2024 sometime to create the vibes. Hope y'all appreciate the album. Stream the album. Go purchase the album. Go purchase the merch. We got the t-shirts. We got the mugs. We got the hats. The vinyl. If you have a record player at home, I have vinyl for sale, though. For the albums. With an S. It was all a dream, man. People, places, and decisions. Make sure you're making the right ones. I'm out. Peace, love, and abundance. Go get you some money. Sometimes I want to ball out and call out for work Sometimes I want to grind, flip a brick and smoke some perks Sometimes I want to ride, put on the mirrors and get fly Live abnormal, don't believe in karma Was down with big pharma And to the feds tried to harm us Sometimes I take flights, rock and take sweats by night You do it for the likes, I do it cause I'm nice don't acknowledge price, I can afford Dior Lit like I drank C4, I hustle for more Your album a snore, understanding me could be a chore The trap opened doors, I couldn't see before My ex was a whore, but this past tense She had no sense, and it's evident But to this round, real talk is irrelevant I'm mailing it, Benjamins, to get that doggy in When the time is foggy when, them killers at your residence Dead presidents, we don't do George, we don't do checks, your signature forge, I just want respect, I'm hustling for more, evened up the score, took off in overtime, you didn't value time, I put it on the line, the best to do it, I guess you didn't see the signs, I'm imperial nectar, plugged in with Hector, rep for my sector, chased after treasure, my raps like lectures, my game like the bishop don't stress much so i never have a hiccup big up to the real ones fuck off to the fake though whatever i say goes just a kid fucking with that play doh now i get to play mode i'm up seven zeros and uncle sam and op now but i'm having motion to this bread i'm devoted use this rap on your instagram and quote it just remember that i spoke it now I really live it It was all a dream Never was a gimmick In the trap of chemists The lames tried to mimic I may have crossed the line But I'd never be finished
Jackson Podcast.